Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. She was a mother of three, working hard to provide for her family. She was doing two jobs. She always took care of business. She always had big dreams. But those dreams would shatter in the darkness. Neighbors heard the shots. This girl got gunned down like a dog. There's blood everywhere. The investigation will reveal a few possible suspects. They had some great times. He just couldn't pull it together. She met someone else. But who is the killer? He had a dark side. She didn't know how to handle him. And will justice be served? He states that they had an argument, and she flew into a rage. That's not what you think. August 26, 2015. It's early Wednesday morning in Covington, Tennessee, a rural southern town just an hour north of Memphis. This is a really country area. It's small town living. You pretty much know everybody by first name basis. It's a solid town in which hardworking individuals make a living and raise their family. But like any rural town in 21st century America, it still has its fair share of crime. It's just after four in the morning when gunfire echoes through an apartment complex on the south side of town. Sun has not even come up yet. You hear shots that rang out. At this particular hour in the morning, you're expecting for everything to be quiet, for there to be peace. So it was a shock to have to wake up to gunshots. People are coming out of their apartments or looking around and everything. Just as resident Felicia Weathers reaches for her phone, there's a panicked knock from outside. Felicia opened up the door, found her niece standing there hysterical. What is it? It's Mama. I think she's been shot. The little girl's mother, Felicia's sister, Crystal, also lived in the complex right upstairs. Stay here. Stay right here. Felicia started to run up the stairs towards the apartment herself. But when she reaches Crystal's apartment, she stops in her tracks. At the top of the stairs, her nephew was standing outside the apartment door, covered in blood. Oh my God. Twenty-nine-year-old Crystal Weathers grew up in Covington, Tennessee, the youngest in a large and loving family. When we come up, it was a struggle, but it was so much love and joy. We didn't have much, but we had each other. We had a great mom. She taught us how to love more than anything, care more than anything. There was no value to loving and caring for everyone. Crystal and her siblings stayed connected, even in adulthood. Her and her family were closely tied to one another in the sense that they even lived in the same area. Everybody was right there if they wasn't in the circle, we was right across town, so everyone was close by. 
Although within that tight circle, Crystal always stood out. She was just full of joy and happiness. She was just that to-go girl. She wanted life and she wanted to live. And she loved her life. <laughs> she was such a jokester. She laughed at herself. And she was serious when she needed to be, but that was very real. <laughs> she was just a loving person. She was down to earth. You could be mad at her when she come around. That laugh, it was just so contagious. She had to laugh like no one in this world. She loved to, you know, do anything that's had little fun and anything that make you smile, anything that make you laugh, she was all for that. She was just full of joy and happiness. Crystal's greatest joy was being a mother to her two children. Crystal had her first child at 18, a daughter. She had met an older guy, and that really wasn't a relationship. That just happened, as they say. Crystal's next attempt at love also didn't last. But it gave Crystal her son, so she had no regrets. She loved her children. She really did. Those was her babies. She cared about her kid. Like, we had that caring mom. We had a mom to teach us how to love. We had a mom to teach us to care for everyone. We had that, and that's what she's still in her kids. She instilled in them to obey, to love, to care, and to respect all. And that's what type of mom she was. All she wanted was to have a happy family. However, while the love of her children and family was enough, Crystal still longed for a man to share her life with. And she thought she might have found that in the spring of 2014 with 33-year-old Wendell Edwards. Hey, Wendell, what's up? You here to see Quentin? Crystal and Wendell families were very close with one another. He came from a very good family, a very good family, a military father. They was church-going people. We all knew him. We knew him from around the way. Man, Wendell, we grew up together. We used to play ball together. So Wendell and Crystal did have that friendship bond that began to grow and blossom. No, I'm actually here to see you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They was, you know, going back and forth and talking, and they decided to go along with this relationship. Less than a year after they became a couple, Crystal gave birth to Wendell's son. They did get pregnant really early into their relationship, and I think that's what tied them together was the birth of their son. He wanted to be there for his son. He was a great dad. He helped with the baby. He helped with the other children. He was always there to take care of their emotional needs, to be there for them. Not just to his son, he was a good dad to the other son also. It appeared as though Crystal was finally getting her happily ever after. She finally got someone to love her. She felt like she was protected around him. He had her feeling this certain way. It was true love. I would say she truly loved him. But her dreams would never come to fruition. On August 26, 2015, Crystal's sister has responded to the sound of gunshots and found her nephew covered in blood. Are you okay? As best as Felicia could determine, it was his mother's blood. Oh my God, the baby, stay right here. Felicia's mind immediately turned to her sister's third child, who was still a baby at the time. Felicia, of course, knew she had to protect those kids. Once back outside the apartment, Felicia dials 911. 911, where's your mother? It's my sister. I think she been shot. 
Crystal's oldest daughter ran directly to her and said that her mother had been shot. She said, I stopped, but I remember my mama told me to keep running. Covington police arrive on the scene moments later, responding to the reports of shots fired. Multiple people called 911. Felicia points the officers toward her sister's apartment. Inside, they found that sadly, Felicia was correct. It's clear that Crystal has indeed been shot, and just inches away is the first clue. They walked in and they saw her body slumped down on the ground, covered in blood. And right at her feet happens to be a gun. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Raising three beautiful children, 29-year-old Crystal Weathers had plenty of reasons to be happy in the summer of 2015. She loved her life. If she wasn't working, she was tending to her kids. The youngest was still a baby, Crystal's son with 33-year-old Wendell Edwards. He was a great dad. He helped with the baby. He helped with the other children that brought them together. And she was so happy and just full of life. But in the early hours of August 26th, Police have just found Crystal's bullet-riddled body inside her Covington, Tennessee apartment. Crystal's sister contacted 911 because Crystal's oldest daughter, at the time of the shooting, immediately fled to her aunt's apartment. Covington's a small town. The police arrived in minutes, but it was already too late. Crystal is already dead, and the murder weapon lays right by her body. It was a 357 Smith & Wesson revolver. Their first thought was, could this have been a suicide? However, that doesn't appear to be the case. She was shot multiple times. They were scattered throughout her entire body. There was one in her right breast. Two of them were to the back of the head. Even more tragic, clues at the scene suggest her children may have witnessed a crime or at least its horrible aftermath. There was a bloody handprint on the wall that was next to her body. The print is small, obviously a child's. Her sister had found Crystal's oldest son outside of the apartment, covered in blood. He was laying on his mama, trying to wake her. He got his hands covered in blood and ended up wiping them on the wall. To imagine this child seeing his mom, you know, lifeless, and knowing that these three kids witnessed this is perhaps the most heartbreaking part of all of it. 
although it's not entirely clear just what Crystal's children may have witnessed. They're not sure what's happened, so they're looking around to see if there's been any sign of struggle. They're looking around to see if by chance this was perhaps a break-in. Was it someone who had come in to try to rob, or if by chance anything's been taken? They didn't see anything that looked out of place. No broken windows or locks that would have suggested forced entry. There was no other sign of a disturbance, really, other than her body. While police work the scene, word that Crystal's been shot quickly spreads. We was in bed, laying in bed, a phone rung. The first call my husband got, it wasn't she was dead. As the sun rises, anxious friends and family begin to gather outside Crystal's apartment. When we went over there, it was like police was everywhere. I ran straight towards the building. All the police and my family grabbed me. They didn't want me to go in and see her like that. I was trying to get in there and see her because I didn't want it to be true. I just thought maybe she's going to be all right. But a quick conversation with the police dashes those hopes. They was like, she didn't make it. And instantly, everybody's breaking down. While friends and family grieve, detectives hold off on interviewing Crystal's children. Detectives believe Crystal's children may have known more about the crime, but the oldest was only 11 years old and in no shape to give a statement. They actually did not question the daughter at the scene due to how hysterical she was. Being able to hear the gunshots, having to run towards her aunt, that level of trauma can never leave you. It's a type of trauma that stays with you through life. After leaving Crystal's kids with another family member, Felicia visits the police station later that morning and tells detectives everything she knows. I heard shots, and I was going to call the police. But then my niece was at the door. Did she tell you what happened? She said her mama was fighting with somebody. Crystal's daughter was asleep. She was awakened to hearing arguments, her mom screaming. She got up to go see what was going on, and her mother saw her. The last word she heard her mama say was, run. And she does exactly what her mother tells her to do. Now she's running to her aunts. She hears the gunshots. She stopped and looked back, but couldn't see anything. Krista's daughter ran until she reached her aunt's apartment. What is it? And that's when I ran to the apartment. I saw my nephews and Crystal, and I called 911. Detectives ask if she knew of anybody besides Crystal and her kids being at the apartment that night. Well, Wendell was there yesterday morning. Wendell? Wendell Edwards, her youngest boy's daddy. He doesn't live with her, does he? Not anymore. She was broke up with who? He stayed in and out of trouble, in and out, like in prison and jail. It was always for something different, but he would get arrested, do more time in jail, things would be fine, get arrested again. When he got out the penitentiary, he couldn't get no job, so my sister was to, like, the provider, the breadwinner. I really don't even think 
I ever known whether they even have a job. She just got tired, and it got to a point she broke up with him. However, since they had a child together, Wendell wasn't entirely out of Crystal's life. He was coming to watch the kids while she worked, and he was babysitting the kids when she was running her errands. But he wasn't there last night? I don't think so. He left that afternoon. Crystal's sister told detectives that when Wendell left, she'd actually given him a ride. He was staying with family members. Felicia says that after taking Wendell home, she returned to the apartment complex where she and Crystal both lived. After I dropped Wendell off, I came back to watch Crystal's kids for her. Crystal had gone out that night with some of her friends, including her niece, Terry. They were out and about. They were partying, having a good time. She dropped me off between the hours of maybe one or two, maybe. And she dropped me off. She went back home. And she was alone when you left? As far as I know, it was just her and the kids. However, before Felicia leaves, she does think of one name to give detectives, a new man in Crystal's life, 30-year-old Byron Marshall. It was still early with their relationship, so she was just happy and excited and everything. But could Crystal's exciting new relationship have taken a deadly turn? Maybe he was an individual who had a violent temper. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Detectives investigating the murder of Crystal Weathers have just learned that the 29-year-old mother of three had recently broken up with her youngest child's father, 33-year-old Wendell Edwards. She's like, Nikki, I just think I'm done. I I'm done. I'm not going back. Since the breakup, Crystal had started seeing a new man, 30-year-old Byron Marshall. I introduced her, and it was like they instantly heated off. He fell head over heels for her. Byron had grown up in the even more remote nearby town of Henning. He actually worked on a farm. He's a good worker. He's quiet. He hadn't been to prison. I don't even think he ever went to jail. So it was different. It was like he was just supposed to come into her life and treat her right and make her feel special. He's really good to her. It was so different. He was opening the doors and everything, so she wasn't used to nothing like that. But she grew to see, like, so this is how a lady's supposed to be treated. I'm like, yes, girl, it is. Demand it. Crystal's sister says that Byron was a welcome change from Wendell, too. The relationship started off smooth. You know, he being a good guy to her and this and that, but he was already 
in and out the system, you know, locked up plenty of years. And then over the years, things started changing. Wendell could not hold a job. Wendell had also developed a drug problem. He was one hit away from a crackhead, the way I look at it. That's what we will say for lack of better words. But he did cocaine, he popped pills, he smoked weed, he was alcoholic. He did all those things. Eventually, my sister just had enough. My sister was the provider the whole time. After you do so much for someone for so long, you see, they don't want to change. Crystal realized that it was now time for her to move forward with her life, make some better decisions, not only for herself, but for her three children. So I guess when she met this Byron guy, uh, she cut Wendell loose? No, they broke up before she met Byron. It wasn't that my sister was seeing someone else. It's the fact that she knew that he was doing the drugs he was doing. She knew it was time to leave. In fact, Crystal's sister didn't even know if Wendell knew about Byron. Crystal only been seeing Byron for a little while. However, according to Felicia, Crystal was beginning to think that Byron was the man she'd been looking for all along. She was just so happy just talking about him. It was like she had this different look glowing, just stress-free. She was even making plans to settle down with Byron. She had plans on moving. She was supposed to start a new beginning. That's why she went to go see him last night, to talk about moving in together. Well, I thought she went out with her girlfriends last night. We went out and had fun, and we was at his town and his crib. Like, and once we was headed back, she was just so happy. But sometime before sunrise, Crystal's happy night had taken a horrifying turn. Detectives weren't sure exactly what happened. Had Byron come over as her sister suggested? Or had Wendell been waiting when Crystal returned? Detectives hoped that Crystal's little girl could shed some light on the killer's identity, but they hadn't questioned her yet. The district attorney thought that it would be better for the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to come in and do the questioning. Since Crystal's daughter was only 11, they wanted to make sure they brought someone in experienced in dealing with witnesses who are minors. In the meantime, detectives returned to Crystal's apartment complex and start going door to door. They began canvassing the neighborhood, asking as many questions to as many people that even slightly knew what was occurring. Because one thing they knew for sure, they had to get the answers. Plenty of neighbors heard the shots that rang out that night. There may have been dozens of people who heard the shooting. However, they had only found one neighbor who had actually seen anything. Would you recognize him if we got you a picture? Possibly. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Detectives investigating the murder of Crystal Weathers have found a witness who says she might be able to recognize the man responsible for the mother of three's death. I looked out the window and I saw this man running away. Did you get a good look at him? One of the neighbors tell them that they heard the shots and when they looked out, they saw a man running out of the apartment. Could you tell what he looked like? Um, yeah, he actually ran right past that light out there. Would you recognize him if we got you a picture? Possibly. Was it Crystal's ex-boyfriend, Wendell Edwards? Or the new man in her life, Byron Marshall? It could be this man that she's been dating for a short while, or it could be Wendell. Hoping to get photos of the two men to show their witness, detectives head back to the station to run their potential suspects through a police database. Wendell's name produces a lengthy report. He had an extensive criminal history. He had multiple felony convictions. For the last 15 years, he was in and out of jail for burglary, for assault. Crystal Weather's name also appears in some of the police reports. She and Wendell had a very turbulent relationship. But she wasn't no pushover now. You just come run up on my sister and do what you want to do to her without her protecting herself. And she wasn't afraid to get the police involved. The police are called several times about incidents that happened between Crystal and Wendell. Sometimes they would arrest him, sometimes they wouldn't arrest him. Despite that, the relationship had continued. They kept sticking through their relationship despite the obvious fact that it really wasn't working. I went through this, and many women like us, you want to believe, you think it's going to get better. It never does. Actually, it worse. Based on the lack of police involvement over the last year, though, the records seem to indicate that Crystal and Wendell might be a rare exception. It looked like Crystal and Wendell might have finally split up for real and on good terms. She was doing well. I knew for a fact that she was done. The last night that she was here on Earth, I was with her. And she knew that it's really over with. Still, given their history, the police are eager to question Wendell. But they also need to take a look at Crystal's new boyfriend, Byron. They did a criminal background check on Byron, too, but it came back clean. Even so, detectives still need to talk to Byron. The police have to question everyone that may have known Crystal to find out what did this complete picture look like. Detectives locate Byron and ask him to come down to the station. What's this about? I'm afraid I have some bad news. It's about Crystal Weathers. When they inform him that she had been killed, he didn't know how to react to it. What? No way. When's the last time you talked to Crystal? Last night. It, it was her and her niece and some friends. They came over, and we hung out. However, Byron said that Crystal and her friends left around midnight, and he hadn't seen or heard from her since. You got to tell me. What happened? 
He had more questions at that time than he did answers. He was confused. He was hurt. He had just been with her, having this great time, getting to know this woman. And he was starting to fall for her. He was devastated, heartbroken. He couldn't make sense of it. It was obvious at that point that this was not a man who would have gone in and killed this woman. Or else, he's a very good actor. Just to be certain, detectives got fingerprints and took a picture of Byron. Once detectives have a photo of Byron to go with Wendell's mugshot, they return to Crystal's apartment complex to speak to the witness who claimed to see a man running from Crystal's apartment after hearing gunshots. Could you let us know if, if either of these pictures is the man that you saw? Okay. Will the witness be able to identify Crystal's killer? I'm sorry, I just don't think maybe I saw him like I thought it was. It was a major disappointment for detectives who hoped to identify the killer without further traumatizing Crystal's daughter. She was 11 years old. She was not able to give a statement. But soon, a new tip might eliminate the need for a statement from Crystal's daughter. A patrol officer oh, reached out to detectives about a 911 call just hours before Crystal was killed. Crystal had called the police the night of her death for domestic assault. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Detectives investigating Crystal Weathers' murder have just learned that the mother of three called police to her apartment just hours before her death over a run-in with her ex, Wendell Edwards. About one o'clock in the morning, there had been an altercation between her and Wendell. Once the police arrived, only Crystal was in within the home. Wendell wasn't there. Crystal told the police that shortly after she arrived home that night, Wendell showed up at her door. Crystal, open up. Crystal, it's me. Shh, can you please be quiet? The kids are asleep. Where have you been? He knew something was going on, but he always been jealous of Crystal as a person because she was well-rounded and she could make it without him. If she left and went to a store for a certain amount of hours or for so long, she was cheap. You know, he was accusing her all the time. Even after their breakup, Wendell seemed unwilling to let Crystal go. I know you were out with some other guy earlier. He was just a friend. Then tell me his name. What's the the name? report tell said that they had been arguing and he threatened to hit her. 
You hit me if you want to, and I'm going to call the police. Do you want to go to jail? He responded somewhere along the lines of, if I go to jail, it'll be for killing you. Crystal had told that to the officer that responded to her 911 call after Wendell left. Yes, can I please get an officer at my apartment? If he had remained on scene, they probably would have arrested him. But because he wasn't there, they simply took the report. Suspecting that Wendell had returned to make good on his threat, detectives focus on finding Crystal's ex. His resources were limited. They knew he couldn't go too far. And they tried to access all his last known addresses. When you're arrested, your address goes on file with your affidavit. And Wendell had had an extensive criminal history, and he would use different addresses. Whenever he and Crystal were on the outs, Wendell would stay with family or friends. From time to time, he would get his own place. Detectives spend most of the day making calls attempting to track Wendell down, but are initially unable to locate him. Family members did not want to step on too many toes when it came to Wendell, because if he was capable of possibly murdering the mother of his child, what would he do to the family members that are being questioned? But eventually, their efforts pay off. Police get a tip that Wendell may be in Brighton, Tennessee. Now, Brighton is not that far away. It's basically right up the road. Wendell had an aunt that lived out there. They almost butt up against each other. They're very close. It's out in the hilly country area where everybody lives a little bit far apart. Less than 48 hours after Crystal's murder, Covington detectives and Tipton County Sheriff's deputies pull up outside the home of Wendell's aunt. Brighton is in Tipton County, but it's not within the Covington city limits. So the Covington Police Department engaged the Tipton County Sheriff's Department to help them attempt to locate Mr. Edwards. Once police arrive in Brighton, they execute a search warrant. Police search the house. Once they find him, they take him out and arrest him. As they lead him to a patrol car, Wendell has a surprising question for the detectives. Wendell was asking whether or not Crystal had made it, which didn't really make sense when you looked at the evidence. Wendell shot her multiple times. Wendell's concern seems strange enough but it's the explanation he'll offer that could change the course of the investigation. I don't know if at the time he was thinking, well, maybe if I attempt to act remorseful, maybe they will think that this is a heat of passion killing that I just snapped. He has to come up with some logical reason why he murdered the mother of his child. Was he going to say that he couldn't even control himself, that he had a mental disorder, that maybe it was temporary insanity? He had to say something. What he said took detectives by surprise once again. I want you to leave. Oh, whoa, whoa, easy now, easy, easy. Don't tell me to calm down. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Covington, Tennessee detectives have finally located the man they suspect is Crystal Weathers' killer, her ex-boyfriend, Wendell Edwards. And where did they find him? At a relative's house. He couldn't go far. He didn't have any means to travel. And so where was he? Hiding like a little coward. Once taken into custody, detectives bring him down to the station for a statement. All right, Wendell, we know you shot her. Yeah, but it's not what you think. Wendell took accountability for what happened to Crystal, if you can call it that. But it was very clear that he tried to minimize what happened between the two of them. Crystal is a person who loves to fight, you know? And when she gets mad, she'll get back after you. Wendell did try to turn the tables on Crystal and make it seem as though she was the primary aggressor. He states that they had an argument and she flew into a rage. So I went over there trying to patch things up with her, but she wasn't having it. So you shot her? No, 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 it, it wasn't like that. According to Wendell, Crystal had pulled the gun on him. I want you to leave. Oh, well, easy now, easy, easy. Don't tell me to calm down. Easy. He said that he took the gun from her and started shooting her to protect himself. The detectives don't believe any of it. None of the evidence at that scene showed that she had attacked anybody, that she had gone and tried to fight by any means. After his attempt to explain away what he'd done, detectives officially charge Wendell with murder. Wendell was charged with first-degree murder, first-degree premeditated murder. When they receive the results of Crystal's autopsy, Detectives are convinced they've made the right decision. It was very clear to him that they had the right person. She had been shot six times. Three of the shots could have been fatal. In addition, the autopsy also reveals significant blunt force trauma to Crystal's head. He had also cracked her skull. He hit her with the revolver so hard that he left an indentation of the gun in her skull so hard that it could have killed her. This wasn't self-defense. This was a murder. Demanding justice, Crystal's family packs the courtroom for Wendell's trial in November of 2017. They wanted to make sure that the jurors and the judge knew that Crystal was loved, that she didn't have to go through this alone. They wanted to honor her in her life and in her death. The prosecution begins its case by calling members of Crystal's family to the stand in order to provide jurors with a glimpse into her relationship with Wendell. When the relationship started, they had happy times. He became this other person because he did a lot of drugs. He was always in prison and jail. He was really taking control of her life, like when allowing her to go places. Wendell believed that Crystal was being unfaithful to him, which is what caused the bulk of their fights. I don't think that he knew how to love 
properly. I think he felt hurting you is showing you I love you, because that's what he did. He would hurt her so bad, and then she'll come back. But this time, things were different. Crystal finally realized that Wendell was a bad seed, and he was not going to change. I think that would trigger him into doing the things that he did, because he knew it was over. He was thinking about self because he wouldn't have had a place to stay. You didn't have no money. She was the breadwinner. You didn't have no food. Where you was going to eat at? Like, you knew that you were losing everything. He just got to a point he didn't care no more. To walk the jury through just what happened that night, the prosecution calls Crystal's daughter to the stand as their star witness. Crystal's oldest daughter was a teenager at that point and the prosecutors had spent the two years since the murder working carefully with her to determine what she witnessed on the night her mother died. In her testimony, Crystal's daughter says she had been asleep, but woke to the sound of her mother shouting at someone in the next room. Crystal's daughter says she even came and peeked around the corner into the living room, and that's when she saw Wendell. She saw him raising her gun. Crystal's daughter says that was when her mother saw her looking from around the corner. Run, baby! Run! Ah! Her mother told her to run, and she did, and she heard the gunshot. Wendell can't control his anger. He did not stop. Wendell shot her multiple times. The gun that Wendell used, he dropped it right by her body and fled. When it's the defense's turn, Wendell takes the stand to give the jury his side of the story. I want to see some remorse. I want to see, like, I I'm really hurting. I wanted to see something. I got the opposite. He came in cocky. He came in nonchalant. Wendell's defense was that he didn't intend to do it. He didn't mean to crack her skull. He just kind of happened to crack her skull. He didn't mean to shoot her six times. He blacked out and didn't even remember pulling the trigger due to how upset he was. He basically states that this is not premeditated. This was a moment of passion. I believe he was hoping to get either secondary murder or voluntary manslaughter. That's what his attorney was arguing for. But once the jury retires to decide his fate, Wendell's hopes for a lesser verdict are soon dashed. It didn't take but eight minutes for the jury to come back with a guilty verdict. He had been found guilty of first-degree murder. With all of his prior history of aggravated assault, with his many cases of domestic violence, it was now time to send Wendell away for life. He ended up receiving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. It was justice. He should never get out. Although some in the family hoped for an even stiffer penalty. I just felt like it wasn't enough. That's my cousin. That's my blood. You need to be killed. Like, you need to die. Like, you, you had no right. You, you, how dare you? With Wendell in prison, those left behind try to repair their shattered lives. Crystal's three children 
will grow up without their mother. They will never be able to have their mother at their wedding or to watch any of them graduate from high school. Their family is close-knit and tight, and I'm sure they're taking great care of them now, but Crystal should have been the one to take care of and raise her children. Her daughter is my goddaughter, and she's over every weekend, and I love her as she loves me, just like her mother. But nothing can replace the loving mother that Crystal's children lost. You catch them smiling, but it's not the same smile. You know, you catch them laughing, not the same laugh, you know. And I know that the fact that she was attracted from them is the reason. They're going to get all the love they deserve, but it's not going to be the same. Abuse is never okay. If you or someone you love is in an abusive relationship, there is help available. Call the Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. 